give that to Jesus this morning. Come on. Amen. Some of you, amen, are joining a move of God. Some of you need to get in the move of God right now. Come on, let's go right now. Throw your hands up and give Jesus some praise. I know you come to church, but anybody come to have church? One more time, clap your hands and give God praise. Amen. You, you can stay right there because I'm going to preach and we're going to praise. Amen. I'm going to preach and we're going to praise. If you didn't like their singing, you definitely ain't like what I'm about to give you. Amen. God's up in this house. And I'm telling you, there's miracles in this house today. There's supernatural miracles in this house right now. You ain't got to wait till the end of the message. Somebody just needs to have enough faith and say, right now, God, I give you glory. I give you praise. Amen, amen, amen. Uh, let me say this, amen. It's an honor, a high honor to be here, amen. I, I walked in the building and, and I went back to where the women's prayer room used to be. Then I walked up, amen, to where the men's prayer room used to be. And Amen. Revival Church, you ain't, you don't look like what you've been through. Amen. Some of you, amen, may have been here the last two years, but I was here, amen, when it didn't look like this. Amen. Somebody ought to give God praise for that. God's brought you a long and mighty way. Oh, my, my. Brother Zen, Brother Amador, Brother Evans, Brother Bispo. My, my, my. It's so good to be here this morning. Amen. If you're a first-time visitor, let me just help you. It don't need to be your last time. Amen. This is a good place. Amen. There ain't no better church in California than old 7th and I right here. Amen. And I give honor to Brother Johnson and Sister Johnson. I love and appreciate them. They, uh, he has been such an influential voice in my life. And amen. I, I wouldn't be here today if it wasn't for him. Amen. There's many times I want to jump off the cliff. Amen. But thank God for the man of God and the voice of God. Amen. Just, just, just hang on. Amen. Now, now, now look what the Lord's done. I shouldn't be here. A lot of you don't know me, amen, but I shouldn't be here this morning. Amen, I'm from a country church, amen. Now, look, look, look where the Lord can bring somebody from nobody. I know some of you always been sanctified your whole life, amen, but I ain't always been this way. Amen, I can't help but give God praise. I can't help but give Him glory because the enemy did not triumph. He tried to take me out. But devil, you should have killed me when you had a chance. Look what the Lord has done. So let me just do what I feel right now. I'm going to preach quick, amen, so you better get on board. Amen. 2 Samuel 23 and verse 1. 2 Samuel 23 and verse 1. And then we'll go to Psalm 51 and 8. Amen. 2 Samuel 23 and 1. Now these be the last words of David. David the son of Jesse and the man who was raised up on high and the anointed of the God of Jacob and the sweet psalmist of Israel. These were David's last words. He was getting ready to make an exit. He said that he was the one that was raised up on high. He was the anointed of God of Jacob and the sweet psalmist of Israel. Then we go to Psalm 51 and 8. It says, Make me to hear joy and gladness 
that the bones which thou hast broken may rejoice. One translation says, Oh, give me back joy again. You have broken me, now let me rejoice. Another says, Let me hear sounds of joy and gladness. Let the bones that you have broken dance. Some of you here today, you come in here on broken pieces. But you hear me under the power of the Holy Ghost. Amen. God said you may be broken, but it's time to get your joy back. It's time to dance on them broken pieces. Amen. The devil tried to steal, kill, and destroy. But God said this morning, I'm going to put some things back together that the devil stole from you. Amen. In 2008, there at CLC on a Monday night revival service, the late missionary brother Steve Willoughby there was preaching, and he was preaching on praise and worship, and, and something about that night, Pastor Johnson, I didn't wait for the keyboard. I didn't wait for somebody else that did it. I made up my mind I'm going to give God praise regardless of what everybody else thinks. Amen. It wasn't show, but it was just God. I'm tired of being sick and tired. And I started giving God praise. And, and you know, when I first started doing it, I didn't feel like it. But the more you do it, the more you're going to want to do it. Amen. And I remember in that service, Brother Willoughby, he snatched me up by the hand and he began to, to dance with me. And he prayed over me. And after that service that night, amen, he, I asked him to sign my Bible. And in my Bible, he put, Dear Jonathan, may you always worship like you did tonight. You were created to give God extravagant praise. So this, for a little bit, I want to preach on extravagant praise. I didn't come for cute praise. I didn't come for traditional praise. If you got that, save that for another service. Amen. Some of you are in some ugly situations and a cute praise ain't going to get you out of nothing. I wish somebody here this morning had a mind made up that said, God, I'm going to give you glory. I'm going to give you praise because the enemy did not triumph. Somebody put your hands together and give God praise in this house. down you do what you want amen but there is a prophetic praise that's getting ready to go forth amen if they would have just kept on singing amen and you would have kept on worshiping there was something getting ready to break up in this house I'll just go ahead and tell you, amen, as praise and worship was going on, I looked over at Brother Johnson. I said, my God, I said, this reminds me of 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 an old-time spirit back in 2008 on a Sunday night at Revival Church. Some of you have been too starchy, amen, but God's been better to you than you've been to yourself and you passed through on giving God praise. Somebody hear me, amen. If it had not been for the Lord who was on your side, I know some of your stories, amen. You shouldn't be here. But today, I believe, amen, Pastor already said it, that this spring is going to be one of the greatest springs ever. And what he didn't know is when I was on my way here, amen, when I was flying into San Francisco, the Holy Ghost told me to tell this church he's getting ready to accelerate some things in this season. The devil's tried to stop you. The devil's tried to pause some things. But this praise here on this Sunday morning is getting ready to put some things into motion. 
Come on, if you're going to have great victory this year, you ought to send up a great praise right now. Give God glory in this house. There's going to be notable miracles in this house today. Amen. If the doctors found something in your body this week and you decided to praise God, amen, they might not find it next week. Somebody's got a sickness here this morning. Amen. Whose report will you believe? I shall believe the report of the Lord. I'm telling somebody, there's miracles in this house, but you've got to send up a praise so God can send something down. I believe in this season God is wanting to revive your prayer and your praise. Brother Bispo, thank you. Sister Bispo, for the years of being faithful to, amen, to prayer. Amen. Brother Bispo, God is going to give you strength this morning that you didn't have when you walked in here. Amen. God, amen, getting ready to restore some things that the devil's tried to take from you. I curse every lying spirit of hell. Right now you will not die, but live, thus saith the Lord. Amen, and don't you think it's a coincidence that you're sitting behind him, Brother Evans? Amen, God's used you, amen, in the years and gone before us. Amen, but your best is yet to come. Amen, if it wasn't for you, amen, I saw you service after service coming in here and giving God praise. You and it is an encouragement to this old Bible school boy. Amen, if the devil was gonna take you out, he would have already done it. Amen, Brother Evans, you ought to step out the aisle and say, devil, you can't touch this. You can't, you can't touch this. Oh, God, come on, somebody. The devil tried to kill him, but devil, you can't touch that. Well, hallelujah. Now, I know where I'm at, and I, I know what kind of church you have. So, so I didn't come to try to do nothing different. I got you got some of the best preaching here. I didn't really come to preach today. I come to stir some stuff up in the Holy Ghost. I come to tell you what's getting ready to happen. There is an invasion of the Holy Ghost that's getting ready to sweep across this church into your family. You prayed about it for years when Bishop was here. I'm telling you right now, amen, you pray some things in the spirit world, but this season, you're getting ready to see it in the natural. The fire of God is getting ready to fall in this house. I know you got folks out, amen, but I'll just go ahead and prophesy it right now. Amen. Uh, when I first got here, they were taking building pledges. Yeah. Amen. You got to take building pledges no more because you're going to need to start taking, amen, not building pledges. Amen. God's going to give you some more property. The revival that God wants to give this church, this church can't contain it. You hear me? Don't you be satisfied with just 20 last Sunday. Amen. There can be 20 more this Sunday. There can be 20 more next Sunday. Amen. You hear me, Modesto? God's getting ready to invade this house.
I was in San Jose about four weeks ago and we tore it up from the floor up. You hear me? Amen. And God's getting ready. Amen. West Coast, you ain't seen your greatest revival. Amen. There's revivals greater than the years when Brother Godwin was here. I believe it when I see it. Get out of my way. I don't need no doubters. I need people that got faith, undeniable faith that said, God, this is our season. This is our day. This is our hour. Oh, somebody give God praise in advance like you know he's about to. Revival church to go where you've never been. You've got to do things you've never done. Amen. Let me start off and say the antidote for your fear is praise. The antidote for your depression is praise. The cure for your worry is praise. Amen. I come to tell this church here on this Sunday morning, it's time to get your praise out of quarantine. It's time to praise God in this house from the front to the back to the left to the right. I wish everything in this house would throw your hands up and give God praise. Just go ahead and just taking a praise break. Excuse me. If you don't want to praise him, get out of my way. There's a miracle. There's a blessing coming when you lose your praise. There's two types of people that come to church. You got praisers and you got watchers. I come to, amen, give you something to watch. Amen, you can watch me praise him or you can praise me with him and watch me get him. When you begin to give God praise, you begin to loose his hands. I wish somebody in this house would forgive your church self and forget where you're at and say, God, amen, I gotta give you an ugly praise. I'm going through hell. I'm going through, but I gotta give you praise. to get fully, completely immersed and saturated to what God is doing this hour. It's time to rise up and be heard and be known in this region as the unusual worshipers. I remember in 2006 to 2010 going to church here and on Sunday nights it'd be like a Holy Ghost bomb that would be set off up in here. And a lot of you, amen, you've been through some stuff since then. But you ought to tell hell, amen, I'm still here and I still have my praise. I may have lost some things, but one thing I didn't lose, I didn't lose my praise. I didn't lose my pants. I didn't lose my shot. I was somebody. Some of you a little starchy. Hey man, David, as an old man, they seem as they're anticipating his death. At any time, they send in the royal reporter. If you could say him to record David's last words. But the recorder, before he starts writing, he wants to give an introduction to this man, David. This is their beloved king, that no one has extended the boundaries of Israel like David. 
No one's enlarged the borders of the kingdom like he has. And the Bible said these are the last words of David. David, the son of Jesse, the man who was raised up on high. And he goes on and says, the anointed of the God of Jacob. Now, I don't know about you, but that sounds pretty good right there. The anointed. Amen. I come to tell you here today. Amen. Some of you feel like your life has been wasted. Amen. But you're here today because God wanted me to let you know. Amen. You're not here by accident. You're here today because your life is not wasted. Amen. We've been given the information. Amen. We've been given the relationship that can guarantee that my life is not wasted. That I can have purpose. And I can have value. And I can live in such a way where I can have God's anointing upon my life. And so David, they go on, and they said he was raised up on high. He was a shepherd boy. He was a nobody headed nowhere when God found him. But God raised him up, and it was God that anointed him. See, David was not a self-made man. Amen. David, he was a God-made man. Amen. The writer, is important what he said, but I noticed, Brother Johnson, what he didn't say. He didn't say David, the mighty warrior, and don't even mention David, who killed the bear or the lion. But when he wanted to pay David the highest compliment, he said because of God's anointing, because of God's lifting, and the sweet psalmist of Israel. See, that's why we love David so much because he was the best worship leader that we've ever had. He taught us what pleases God and, and what makes God so happy. See, you have to understand David was not a warrior who worshiped, but he was a worshiper who made war. Hear me, there's a big difference. David's first thing on the agenda was not to, to kill giants, amen. David's first thing on the agenda was not to make a name for himself. But David's number one purpose for drawing breath into his lungs was because he was a worshiper. He was a worshiper first, then he was a giant killer. He was a worshiper first, then a warrior. He was a worshiper first, then a king. Amen. And the number one business of this church, before anything else, before your outreach, before your Bible studies, before you sing, and before I preach, is to give God glory and to give God praise to the King of Kings and to the Lord of Lords. I don't want to know can you preach if you can't worship. I don't want to know can you sing if you can't dance. I wish somebody in this house would go ahead and give God what's his right now. See, you don't do it sometimes because you feel like you have this extra energy. I was at a friend service. I think I had more enemies when I left there than friends. And a man after church, he said, Preacher, he said, what do you take before you preach? Now, I, I, I'm not as dumb as I look. Amen. I, I wanted to tell him if I did, I wish to God I gave you a dose of it. Amen. But I said, sir, all I can tell you is the Holy Ghost and fire. The elders used to say, it's the Holy Ghost and fire is still keeping me alive. I know we in 2023, but it's still Jesus in the morning, Jesus at noonday, and Jesus in the... All you need is a good dose of the Holy Ghost. It'll change 
your life. God loves a worshiper. Worship makes you attracted to God and to man. God takes notice of worshipers. You can't impress him with your titles. The culture of heaven is worship. And if we're going to worship there, we need to worship here. Somebody hear me. Sister Magruder used to say it like this. We're just warming up over here. Well, I worship when I go. Let me help you. I find it hard pressed. You're going to go over there and worship if you ain't worshiping here. Come on, somebody. Amen. You can't impress God with your titles. Amen. You can't impress God with the money you got. The culture of heaven is worship. And if we're going to worship there, we need to worship here. You got the wrong one today, devil. See, I know there's some folks, they'll try and give you a complex about this and say, why don't you cool down? Why don't you calm off a little and just move into this modern politically correct environment, amen? I got five words for you. The devil is a lie. What we do may not be politically correct, but it is biblically correct, and that's all that matters to me. Heaven and earth will pass away, but his word is what's going to last forever. Jesus said he's looking for the worshipers, the true worshipers that worship him in spirit and in truth. For the Father seeketh us to worship him, God is on a quest to find worshipers in 2023. Above all else, David, he was an extravagant worshiper. David said you don't win the battle with your physical strength or with your looks, but you'll win it with your praise. He said rejoice in the Lord, O you righteous, for praise from the upright is beautiful. See, you're attracted to God when you praise. I know there's some people you're having a nervous breakdown because you're getting older. Some of you, from the last time I hear you, you look different. But let me help you. We live long enough, we all gonna get there. So you don't need no facelift. What you do to this point is a praise lift. This ain't about you. This ain't about me. But this is about God who is high and lifted up. Come on, somebody. Every once in a while, you got to take preacher mode off and put praise mode on. Every once in a while, you got to take singer mode off and put praise mode on. Amen. The reason some can't shout because they ain't been delivered. Amen. You shout. Amen. Because who the Son has set free is free indeed. It's not the will of God for you to live in chains and shackles, but it is the will of God for you to be free and to be a worshiper in spirit and in truth. Praise is always in order. I was preaching one time and left church. She told me, she said, preach, I only talk to you. Yeah, here we go. She said, your praise offends me. I looked at her. I said, well, your silence offends me. 
I got more Bible for my praise than I do for silence. If you need a miracle, you got to open your mouth, throw your hands up, and send something up so God can send something down. If you need a breakthrough, a breakthrough's in your praise. Whatever you need, throw your hands up, open your mouth, and give God praise. David said it can't just be a place, but this has to be a lifestyle. I showed up to praise before they even hit the keyboard. I don't need, I don't need you to praise him with me. I'm praising all by myself. Just come on with me. I've been to some places. I was the only one in there moving. Thought, my God, everybody dead. Amen, but praise, amen, is always in order. Praise is one of the greatest weapons you and I have and we don't use it as much as we should. I don't want to offend nobody. Well, let me help somebody. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. When you come to church, your praise ought to get on your neighbor's nerves. I wish they'd sit down. Well, bless God. I wish you'd get up. Amen. Somebody hear me in this house. I feel a Sunday night spirit has walked up in here and tried to invade this house from the front to the back to the left to the right. I'm almost done. Amen. If you want an unusual miracle, then you got to give God an unusual praise. God don't even see you. Amen. He looks for the true worshipers. Somebody said, well, you know, I, I used to worship. I used to. Well, let me just help somebody. I ain't, no, I ain't no used to saint. I still do it. I still worship. I still dance. Bless God, I may not be able to run like I used to, but I'll throw something in the air and let hell know I'm still here and I ain't going nowhere. Praise got me here and praise will get me through anything that I'm going through. I wish somebody, amen, would take 15 seconds and just give God a praise break in this house and say, God, I still give you praise. God, I still give you glory. spirit hit me in this house this is how I fight my battles this is how I overcome now you look at me no, no, you, you don't know nothing just let me tell you I was going to Bible school here I was on my way to preach in Merced and my grandmother that got me in a church, amen, I was on the phone with her and she was on her deathbed and she didn't have a lot of strength left. But my last conversation with her, she said, son, she said, I've lost some things, but she said, I ain't lost everything. She said, I'm like David. I bless the Lord at all times and his praise shall continually be in my mind. 
What you got to know about my grandmother? She was raised in the country church. She had, she, she, this would have blew her mind. She thought, my God, I, I went to heaven. And she saw this. They had wooden hardback pews. And you didn't have cell phone service where her church was at. Amen. You just prayed God led you there. Amen. But I remember she had cirrhosis of the liver. And she was a diabetic. And she had grandma seizures. But I remember Brother Johnson is. I was raised in the church there, 15, 16 years old, and I'd go to church with her, amen, Monday, uh, Wednesday night, and she had dialysis in the morning. Amen, she sat on the third row. They didn't have cushions, so she had to bring her own cushion. Amen, and she said, son, she said, I don't feel like it, but she said, I gotta pull out a sacrifice of praise. And every time she'd come to church there, she'd have this tambourine there, amen, and, and she'd start giving God praise. But see, what you got to understand is my grandmother, she couldn't keep a beat like y'all. She'd sing, and it'd be out of tune, not in tune. But see, she didn't worry about impressing anybody. She just had a praise, and she knew she had to get it out. And so my grandmother, she died. And when she died... She didn't leave me money. She didn't leave me a last name. But what she did leave me is a weapon of praise. And this is how I fight my battles. This is how I overcome. This is how I made it to where I'm at right now. It's because I got a weapon and I use now somebody pick up your weapon and start giving God praise all the way up in the balcony all the way up over there sis go ahead and give God a praise in this house ago for Brother Nielsen and on that Sunday morning I brought this thing out amen we started preaching and there was a man back there in the back tattoos all on him amen tears coming down his face I went back there to him I said sir I said the Holy Ghost is getting ready to restore you I put this tambourine in his hand I said God said step out in the aisle I said I don't know what you've been fighting amen but this is how you need to fight your battles put a praise in your hand and watch God loose you it wasn't 10-15 seconds he started speaking in tongues under the power of the Holy Ghost what I didn't know is he was an ex-gang member. He just got out of prison two weeks before that. I come to tell you, I don't care where you come from. Amen. Praise always qualifies. You're always qualified to praise God. I've seen God. He'll stage four cancer. Somebody picked up a praise. I've seen God heal diabetes when they picked up a praise. 
I've seen God, a husband and wife, have been, been trying to have a kid. Went to doctors, amen, used all the money they had. But when they picked up a praise, God birthed a miracle. I've seen husbands and wife come to church and this was their last service married because the next week they were going to divorce court. But they picked up a praise and God put it back together again. Somebody hear me? Amen, there's a praise in this house and God's getting ready to loose it right now. What do you need God to do? What do you need? Some of you, I just tell you, this is a good old breakthrough. Been watching everybody else get blessed. Bless God now. You need to step in and get blessed yourself. This is our season. This is our hour. Now is the time. Somebody throw your hands up right now. All across this house. He had a Brother Powell, there's a lady two, two, two rows behind you. Nope, yeah, right there, right there. Grab her by the hand. God's getting ready to give her a breakthrough right now. Yank her out in the aisle in the name of Jesus. From the top of her head to the sole of her feet. He had a Somebody pray right now in the name of Jesus. That's it. That's it. Praise will set you free. Praise will loose you. Come on, somebody. Praise him in this house. you to make a step out from where you're at and get as close to this front as possible. All the way in the balcony, there's a sister all the way up there on the top. Amen. The Holy Ghost has been on you, sis. That's it, the maroon jacket. All the way in the top up there. Step out, sis. In the name of Jesus. That's it. Step out. Come on. Come on. You need the Holy Ghost? God's getting ready to fill people with the Holy Ghost. This is Miracle Sunday. I said this is Miracle Sunday. In the name of Jesus. Come on, come on, come on. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it, sir, right now in the name of Jesus. From the top of your head to the soles of your feet. Right now, God, I pray. In the that's it right now. Let it go. That's it. The Holy People's already receiving the Holy Ghost. God's already restored right now.